Welcome to the Tandem Talk Show, where we help women dial in their nutrition and fitness so that they can lose fat, tone up, and transform their lives. And now your host from Tandem Nutrition, Coach G. Yo, hey, what's up, everyone? Coach G here from Tandem Nutrition. I hope everyone is having an amazing Christmas Eve on this beautiful Thursday. I'm really excited to present a brand new episode of the Tandem Talk Show this Thursday, right now, in fact, to cover part two of our two-part series of Mastering Your Macros. So last week, we covered all about macros as far as what they are, how many calories each macro has and different strategies on how to hit your macros when it comes to losing body fat, toning up and achieving your goals. Now, if you missed that episode, go back, watch that. It's a great episode. But today we're going to take an even deeper dive into macros and talk about a few key things such as how many macros that you need to hit your goal as quickly and as sustainably as possible. We'll also be going over one strategy that will help you not have to track for the rest of your life. And yes, that is possible. But in the meantime, in the middle, we'll be talking about some strategies to help you enjoy your favorite holiday meals without gaining any body fat. So really excited to go over today's topic. Um, I know that you're going to find a lot of value in this. If you have a friend who would like to or would benefit from learning more about macros or uh, would know would want to know how many macros they need, feel free to tag them below. Uh, let them know that you're watching too. And as you know, this is a live broadcast. It's happening right now in our private Facebook community, the Tandem Nutrition Group. So if you're not yet a member, head over to www.tandemnutrition.com forward slash Facebook to get free access to our group. We have a ton of awesome fat loss resources in there, including live videos, our metabolic reset cheat sheet and a lot more. So be sure to go to that website, tandemnutrition.com forward slash Facebook to get instant access to all these live recordings, a bunch of free fat loss resources too. Now, as you know, uh, at Tandem Nutrition, we help women dial in their nutrition and their fitness to help them lose fat, tone up, and transform their lives. And one of the basic models we use throughout our programs here at Tandem is that macronutrient-based model using flexible dieting. So <clears throat> this is the bulk of what I'll go over today of exactly what we teach our clients. So I want you to grab a piece of paper, maybe even grab a calculator, take some good notes because we're going to go into some high level stuff here that you definitely don't want to miss, especially as you begin to set up your goals for 2021. So if you're listening live here, uh, please comment hashtag live. Let me know you're joining in. Let us see your questions throughout this broadcast because I want to answer every single question about macros you have. So drop them below and throughout and even at the end of our episode, I'll be going over those questions and giving you answers on the spot. So let's get it right into it, guys. <clears throat> so the, the, big, the biggest first topic that I'll be going over today is how to calculate the exact number of macros that you need to achieve your goals. Okay, so <clears throat> now here's a couple facts that I want to cover first. Before you calculate your macros, it is it is critical that you know your calorie needs, okay? If you calculate macros off of a made-up calorie goal, you can have the 
perfect percentage based macros and they can all be lined up, but you're just not making you you won't be making the best progress. So you have to make sure you're in a calorie deficit. So let me re- let me repeat that. You can have the perfect macros in the world, but if they if they're still putting you in a calorie surplus, if they're not putting you in a calorie deficit, they're not going to help you lose body weight. So the first rule is just making sure that you're in a calorie deficit, okay? And here's a very simple way to get your calorie number for you. What I tell a lot of people is that a good first step to take is to use the number method. So essentially, if you take your body weight and you multiply it by 9, 10, or 11, that will give you a good starting point on the number of calories you need for fat loss. Now, why is there a range? Why is there 9, 10, 11? <clears throat> it's different because people have different activity levels. If you are someone who works at a desk job all day and you know doesn't go to the gym or you know has a very sedentary lifestyle, then multiplying your body weight by nine would be a good start. If you maybe go to the gym you know two or three times per week, you have a desk job and um, you're not very active outside of that, then multiplying your body weight by 10 would be a good start for you. Now, if you're pretty active, you go to the gym three to five times per week, you perhaps have a, a job in which you stand up, sit down a lot, you move around throughout the day quite a bit, maybe go on some runs, then multiplying your body weight times 11 would give you a good starting point for the, for the calorie need you need calorie needs that you need for fat loss. Now, keep in mind that this is just a starting point. So what you want to do after the first week is weigh yourself on day one, and then day seven to see how much weight you've lost. If you've lost one, one pound or more, hey, keep that up. If you haven't lost any weight, then you want to decrease your calories by maybe 250. And also think about perhaps increasing your cardio too. Again, your main goal is to increase that energy deficit. So after you have, and by the way, if you're here watching this right now, and if you have a pen and paper, um, and you're doing that, let me know, post in the comments what your calorie goal is. And if you already have a calorie goal, I'd love to hear it. Drop it down below. Let me know what your calorie goal is. We also use, if if you rather use a calculator, we also use two other energy, pre- in, energy prediction-based calculators for our calorie needs, and that is the Harris-Benedict formula and also the Mifflin St. Jor equation. So if you go to Google and type in the Harris Benedict calculator, you can get your resting metabolic rate, multiply that by an activity factor to get your overall calorie needs, make some changes based upon your goal of losing fat each week. Now, next episode of the Tim Talk Show, I will be talking about how to, in, in more depth, going over how to calculate your calorie needs. I mean, that is absolutely most important if you want to lose body fat in a healthy and sustainable way. And I can go into great links on this. People like to cut their calories way too much, way too soon, and they get in a rut really, really quickly. And they experience a lot of hunger right away. They experience um, drops in energy. They may not be able to sleep too well. So there's a lot of things, negative things that can happen if you start your calories too, too low. And so I just caution you to take the take the conservative approach when it comes to calculating your energy needs. So if you ha- have your calorie goal right now, please go ahead, drop your calorie, uh, calorie goal below. 
Love to know what that is because right now we'll be going over how to calculate your macros based on that. So number one, when you're calculating your macros, you always want to calculate protein first. Okay. You always want, you always want to calculate protein first. That is the most important macronutrient for fat loss. And and why is it important? One, it helps you maintain muscle mass. It burns more calories throughout digestion. And it also, it also helps you stay full. So uh, in general, and this is a general statement, in general, taking your body weight and multiplying that by 0.6 to 1 gram per pound of your body weight will get you a great range, a good starting range for your protein needs. Okay. Now, I realize that's a pretty big gap. If you're not weight training at all, start at 0.6. 0.7. If you're weight training three to four times per week, start on the higher end of that range. So protein needs depend on several different factors, including how much muscle mass you have, how much body fat you have, how often you train, which muscle groups you train when you train, and also, believe it or not, your age too, with people in uh, in the older years needing more protein. So on the higher end of that scale. So that's the first goal, taking your body weight and multiplying it by 0.6 to 1 gram, 0.6 to 1 to get the number of grams of protein that you need for your protein requirement. Next up is carbs. Now, so the next thing we do is calculate your carb requirements. And for women, focus on fat loss and health. I always look at carbs next because they are the next most important macronutrient for several reasons. One, the intake of carbohydrates has a direct impact on a hormone called leptin. And when leptin goes down, which is commonly seen in lower carb diets, then that can affect the menstrual cycle. And also, as you know, that could affect if that, if that diminishes and amenorrhea takes place and that can affect bone density and bone health. On top of that, we just know that for mood and performance purposes, carbs have the biggest effect on that. So, <clears throat> Also, who doesn't like like pancakes or wine? So be sure to to uh, calculate your carbs next. So after you get your protein, you want to look at carbs again. Here's a good range that we found the most success with at Tandem for our women throughout our tone-up programs. You want to take your body weight and multiply that by 0.75 to 1.25, and that will give you a good starting range for how many grams of carbs you need, and which may surprise you. A lot of times you may have heard that you need to go low carb or uh, you cut out carbs completely. And yet you can definitely lose weight doing that, right? Most of the weight in the beginning comes from a loss in water because when you drop carbs, your glycogen levels, which is the storage form of a carbohydrate in your muscle, they tend to go down. And since carbs store water in your muscles, when carbs are removed from that tissue, so is water. So the weight loss isn't body fat. The weight loss is essentially water. So basically, carbs are very important for fat loss. Um, obviously, so is protein. But we also have the third and final macronutrient, which is fat. Now, <clears throat> once you've taken your total calories, you know what those are. You've taken your protein. You want to multiply your protein number by four. So there's four calories per gram of protein. You can take carbs, take your carb number, multiply that by four, and add those two numbers up. To get your fat requirements, you'll essentially take your total calories minus the 
summation, if that's even a word, summation of your carbs and your protein, and that's your calories left for fats. Simply divide that by nine and you'll get a grim amount that will help you understand how many grams of carbs that you need each day. Now, in general, um, a target can be between 0.35 and 0.6, of course, with higher intakes of fat being associated with lower carb intakes. You really do not want to decrease protein throughout your diet unless it is last minute emergency, like I'm getting ready for a show or I need to lose these last two pounds. I don't recommend ever taking out protein because protein helps protect muscle. And as you know, muscle is very tightly associated with metabolism. So as soon as muscle goes, the strength of your metabolism drops and then plateau after plateau is going to hit. You're going to feel weak, tired, lethargic, irritable, and lose even more strength when it comes to achieving your goal. So always make sure to keep in protein the same. All right. So if you have been with me so far, or if you're watching this on replay, and if you've been doing the math with me, I want you to drop your numbers down below. Let me know what your carb goals are, what your protein goals are, and also what your fat goals are. In fact, the first five people who do that and tag me, I will check their work on how many macros they need based upon their height, weight, age, and their activity level. So first five people, whether you're watching a replay or live, to drop their calorie goal down below and their macro goals, I will personally tell you um, how accurate that is based upon the exact equations that we use here at Tandem. All right. If you found that helpful, get ready for some more stuff. This is going to be awesome. There's one big thing that's happening this holiday season, and that's a fun festive events with food. The last thing I want you to do for anyone who's listening to this is to give up eating your favorite foods throughout the holidays. So don't do that. There's only there's only like two big days, like Christmas and then like New Year's. That's two days of out of three 365. Like, trust me, the days around those two holidays matter more for fat loss rather than those two days. And that's assuming like even if you have like a three or four day off break, that's still four or five days compared to 360. So know that those 360 days will have a much greater impact on your fat loss results than just those holidays. So please enjoy yourself. However, we do have a strategy here at Tandem that we help our clients work through to help them work through these tough times that allows them to eat bigger meals, more calories at one time without gaining body fat. It is defined in the <clears throat> in the term as a calorie borrow or calorie shifting. So let's say, and I realize with Christmas being tomorrow that we're a little late for this, but let me tell you what this strategy is. Let's say that you are three days out from, let's say New Year's. I'm not good at I'm not that good at math. Let's say you're three days out from a big Christmas party. Okay, so it's Thursday. Friday, Saturday, and on Sunday is your Christmas party. So basically, you want to eat 600 more calories on your Christmas par party and still be in a, a calorie deficit. What's most important is being in a weekly average calorie deficit. So that means cutting off 200 calories each day from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, putting those 600 calories on Sunday, and on a weekly average basis, your calories will 
stay within your calorie deficit if you multiplied your calorie goal times seven for a weekly basis. If that makes sense, because I realize I talk really fast sometimes. I'm, I'm just super passionate about nutrition exercise. So if you guys, if that made sense to you guys, let me know, comment, that makes sense. Or if you're not sure, put not sure. And if so, I will expand, expound more on this topic at a later time. Now, so basically, I want you to feel comfortable eating these bigger meals by cutting back your calories earlier throughout your week. And that goes for people who just love to eat more on weekends too. So if you're a person who loves to go out and like be social, maybe go to parties, go to bars, go out to eat, know that you can still use this strategy each week. We have some clients who, when we give them a calorie goal, they'll purposely eat 200 calories less each day during the week, Monday through Thursday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they can have more calories to put towards their calorie goal. Again, what's not super important is your daily calorie goal. Because what matters most is your weekly calorie average. Um, because as long as you stay within your weekly calorie, calorie average, like for example, one day if you had 3,000 calories and the next day you had 1,500, like you, your average would still be at a lower level. So you can increase, decrease your calorie goal based upon your um, individual need and what's coming up in the future. Okay, I want to talk about one important thing that I see a lot of macro trackers make in experience. I've noticed throughout my experience working with like hundreds of women that there's there are some women who make tracking your calories like super easy, right? Super easy. There's never any fault to it. They have, um, they, you would, they never complain. And it's like a piece of cake for them. And there's one difference I've noticed when it comes to women who make it look really easy compared to, Women who make it very difficult. And I can define this and explain this in one word, planning. If you're not planning your macros, your calories, your meals beforehand, that's going to make it much more difficult to stick to your macros. So meal prep is one thing, but one strategy that I want to tell you today that can make this just a lot easier is the night before each day, if you took time to enter all the foods, all the meals that you're planning to eat the next day, you would essentially have a, a meal plan for yourself on what you need to eat to hit your goal. So as you're rushing throughout breakfast or lunch, you know, if you don't plan ahead of time, you know, a lot of times when I'm in a rush, you know, at breakfast and, and especially dinner time, I will, I, Hey, I'll just, I'll just track later. Like I'll do it in an hour. And I may like skip weighing these foods to the exact gram. And that is the last thing you want to do. So, and, and when I'm busy, I don't really want to track macros like throughout the day. But if I have it already prepared, like when I'm winding down the night before, and I, if I just go through and like say quick add or add to next day, I know exactly what I'm going to eat and how much. So there won't be any surprises. And being consistent planning ahead, going grocery shopping, having recipes that you enjoy. Those are all key points when it comes to being successful with macro tracking. And that leads me to my last point today. The goal of macro tracking is not to have you track your macros forever. And believe it or not, there is a way out from this. And at Tandem, this is one thing we do with all our clients as they transition to their goal weight and then achieve their goal weight. Yes, this is possible. And yes, this is our goal for you too. Again, let me repeat that. 
Our goal for you is not to track macros the rest of your life. That's not super sustainable and it just takes a lot of time. So what is your exit strategy? In fact, every time we start with a client, we begin with the exit strategy in mind. So we know exactly how many calories that you need to drop body fat, to tone up and to get your and to help you get to your goal as quickly and as sustainably as possible. But we also know that there's gonna be a time where we will need to back off of macro tracking to help you live this lifestyle in a less time consuming way. And the way that you're able to stop tracking macros, there's a, a very specific strategy that we use. I've actually never spoken about this online. Um, outside of working with our clients. So you're definitely in for a uh, huge treat if you are someone who does not like tracking macros. I myself do not like tracking macros. And just to be honest with you, I'm not even tracking macros right now because I use this same strategy to help me go from dieting for a contest, tracking every single gram of everything to eventually intuitive eating and maintaining a my goal weight, maintain my goal weight while not tracking a thing. So here's what this strategy is called. It is called essentially, I guess it doesn't have a name. Um, <laughs> no, it doesn't have a name um, it, besides intuitive eating, but here's what you do. So let's say, for example, you're starting a fat loss phase and you're 15 pounds away from your goal. Okay. So to get to your goal in a timely way, it's imperative that you track your macros, right? It's just, it's, it's the simplest, most straightforward way for you to get to your goals, especially if you're consistent. Okay. The consistency piece is key. All right. So you achieve your goal in, in say 12 weeks in 12 weeks, you lost 15 pounds. You're happy. You're excited. You want to, you don't want to lose any more weight. You want to maintain your goal physique. The secret that so many people miss is that you have to transition into a maintenance phase. Now, the maintenance phase is very similar to a metabolic reset phase, except it's just a different word. You've, you've achieved your main goal and you, you wanna maintain that for life while increasing your calories and doing less cardio. So it has a more purposeful effect to it. The worst mistake I see people make is they achieve their weight goal and they just stay there with their calories. And there's nothing more miserable than eating 1200 calories a day Maintaining a low body weight when you're hungry, having a ton of cravings, you're irritable, you have this food focus, you are, are always thinking about food, you cannot get it off your mind on top of being super anxious when it comes to going out to eat or going with friends somewhere. It's just not, it's just not realistic and healthy. And so the key from this is to go from where you're at, shift into a metabolic reset phase excuse me, a maintenance phase with the same purpose of the metabolic reset phase. So you may be in this phase for four to six, eight, 10, 12 weeks. It all depends on how you respond to this phase. Now, the goal is to increase your calories. Say you go from 1200 to 1600 to 1800. You're still tracking at this point, but there's gonna be a point where you're like, Hey, listen, I've, you know, my food focus is gone. I'm not having these cravings. I'm no longer anxious in social, social situations. And I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. Again, you should not have gained any weight except for maybe a pound or two. And you want to transition into intuitive eating. Here's the strategy and the steps you take to get there. Number one, you start with one macronutrient at a time. So once, you, once you've gotten up to say 1900 calories, 
and you started at 1200, you maintain your body weight within two pounds, then the first thing you want to do is stop tracking carbs. So stop weighing carbs, stop, stop tracking carbs, uh, completely stop tracking carbs. Now do that for two weeks while monitoring your body weight and how you feel. Again, you need to reteach your body how to intuitive eat. Now, it's also important to know that throughout your see, 12 plus, I don't know, maybe 20 weeks of dieting with counting macros, you have a pretty good idea of how many, how, how many grams of carbs you need in a certain food. Like you can probably look at rice or bread, of course, bread or quinoa or like pasta and say, hey, I need this about this much for 45 grams of carbs or for 20 grams of carbs. And from that practice, you'll say, hey, this is how much I'll eat. You'll do that for two weeks. You'll guesstimate, you'll gain that trust in your own intuitive eating uh, and also your hunger and satiety cues. And then once you've gained confidence that you no longer have to track carbs, again, roughly two weeks, then you'll stop tracking protein. Now, again, protein, again, pretty easy to measure. You've been weighing four ounces of meat every day for the past 20 weeks. You know exactly how many, and there's sometimes I would like literally weigh vegetables and I would know how to get to the gram without even trying to trust me, you build up skills and habits to do this intu uh, intuitively. So you again, completely stop tracking macro, uh, your protein for two weeks. And again, you're still stepping on the scale. You're weighing yourself at least three to four days a week and you're assessing your progress. Have I gained weight, have a lost weight. If you gain weight, you would back off maybe on carbohydrates while keeping protein the same and uh, or even come back on protein if one day you fact check yourself and say whoa i've eaten 300 grams of protein like that probably won't happen but again you just want to stay in moderation with that then after you gain confidence with tracking well not tracking your carbs and your fats you want to go to not tracking carbs and protein you want to go to not tracking your fats so again you drop off counting carbs proteins then fats so in the hopes of this you want to keep fats last because they are most calorically dense. Um, you can be off by 15 milliliters of olive oil and that's 120 calories. So that's a big calorie load. So again, you want to be sure that you're saving those most calorically dense foods for last. And again, uh, if you still want to use a scale to count oils, here's a simple trick. If you get olive oil and you put it on a scale with a bowl, you tear that, you change the unit to milliliters, if you measure 15 milliliters of olive oil, olive oil, that is equivalent to one tablespoon of olive oil. So that's 100 and like 120 calories. That's a ton of calories in like such small volume of food. So the goal is to eventually stop tracking your calories. Now, what happens if you're off by 300? It's not a big deal. Why isn't it a big deal? Because you've increased your calories so much, maybe 2,200 now roughly, that if you're off by 10%, so if you're off by 300 calories, that's a that's a bigger percentage when you're stuck at eating 1,200 calories versus 2,200 calories. So your body is going to change a lot quicker if you stay lower in calories and you'll gain body weight by staying lower in calories. And when you have a mess up, slip up, cheat day versus if you allow your body more and more calories. So I hope that makes sense. Let me know if you have any questions about that. Again, that is 
the only way to get back into intuitive eating, which is the goal for all of our clients here at Tandem. We do not want you tracking macros every single day for the rest of your life. We want to help teach you how to track your macros to achieve your goal, then transition you back out of that so you can go back to your normal lifestyle and join the things you love while intuitive eating. Intuitive, intuitive is a very hard word for me to say. Intuitively eating your favorite foods. Guys, if you found this podcast tonight valuable, comment macros below. Let me know. If you have any questions, let me know as well. Drop them in the comments and I will get to those later today and also tomorrow. Uh, thank you, Angela. You had mentioned that you thought this was some good advice. I appreciate you watching. Alex Povey, one of my awesome mentors here <clears throat> at Tandem. Uh, thank you so much, man, for uh, commenting on our gear. Really appreciate that. And uh, thank you, Jake, for all your support. Jake, you are always on our live videos. So I appreciate you, man. Anyway, that's it for tonight, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to tonight's episode of the Tam Talk Show. I'll be back next Thursday at 7 p.m. going over more great content to help you lose fat, tone up, and transform your life in a very healthy and sustainable way. Merry Christmas. God bless. And I will see you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Tandem Talk Show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort. Until next time.